Yo, what is up? Welcome to Cheers to Beers. I'm your host, Jess Keller-Poole, and today we are back with just a Shauna and Jess episode. This episode was actually recorded during the summer, and we're releasing it now for a couple reasons. One, we were recording when Shauna was pregnant, and now she has delivered a healthy, beautiful baby girl. But I'm in the midst of Sober October, and this episode is all about non-alcoholic beer. NA beer is definitely a growing sector of beer right now. I think for a lot of different reasons, we get into all that during the episode, but definitely felt important to touch on because there used to just like be a duels. And now there are so many options, especially craft options, which is really cool to see. So we're drinking through five different NA beers, uh, which are self-care Bohemian Brew by Three Magnets in Olympia, Washington, Busty Lush, she's golden blonde, which uh, can't really decipher where this beer is from, as you'll hear in the episode, but brewed in Wisconsin. We have Bitburger's N.A. Pilsner, and then we're doing two from Athletic Brewing, their Hazy IPA and Cerveza Athletica, which we believe is a take on like a Mexican lager. Right up top, we're uh, coming in hot with uh, some Seattle Gossip Corner about a New York Times article written about Seattle beer. Again, we recorded this in the summer, so this came out, you know, a few months ago, um, but that will be linked in the description as well as an article that we believe is better than the one by the New York Times. We also have the return of a segment, Tales from Behind the Bar. So a lot going on, a lot of talking smack while we're sober. And you know what? I think that just goes to show... (laughs) that Sean and I just love chatting whether beer is involved or not. I usually do a thing where I talk about the beer that I'm drinking at the moment, but it is still October and it is 9 a.m. and I'm drinking coffee right now. So you know what? Nothing really interesting going on there. What is interesting is stuff on social media. You can follow Seattle Beer School at Seattle Beer School. You can follow me at Just Jess Beer and you can follow Shauna at a young Billy Crystal. There's really no any other housekeeping issues related to Seattle Beer School right now. I just recommend keeping an eye out on some stuff we got going on. Potentially some more virtual stuff still. Um, potentially some in-person stuff, which we are very excited about. Also be on the lookout for part two on our Kolsch series, in which we are going to be speaking with someone from Fru Brewing in Cologne. All right, so let's get into it. I would normally tell you to get a beer of whatever we are drinking or talking about. Um, But I don't really want to tell you to get an N.A. beer unless maybe you, too, are participating in Sober October or maybe you are with child or maybe you don't drink anymore. I don't know. I would just prefer a real beer. It just makes more sense to me. Anyhow, grab whatever and let's get to it. Cheers. So we're going to start off this episode hot with a Seattle Gossip Corner. Before we get into some N.A. beers, we're going to be rating some N.A. beers. But I think before that, we just have to get this off our chest about how frustrating this New York Times article was. Frustrating is one word. It's like frustrating, but it's also, I guess, disheartening for humanity. Yeah. And like journalism as a whole. I don't it's like I don't understand a lot of things in life. And this is one of the bigger conundrums. Uh, it's called Exploring Seattle's Booming Beer Scene. Yeah, so just right off the bat, the title is concerning because it's making it seem like... <laughs> concerning. <laughs> because it's making it seem like the beer scene just took off, like within the past year, which is insane because it's been like this for a while. Yeah. And it's like, it, it just gives me the impression that it's someone from... Manhattan being like oh cute little Seattle oh their cute little beer scene like that's what the title gives off to me yeah and by I'm the like, way it's it's uh the New York Times yes which what I just said to Jess was it feels like this article was written five years ago and it was just published <laughs> it's it's so silly and it just does such a disservice to what the Seattle beer scene is actually like in fact if you want to read an article that actually encapsulates the Ballard beer scene specifically, you need to read Holly Regan's um, post on Good Beer Hunting called Past Meets Presence because they're an excellent writer and they actually encapsulate what what Ballard feels like. This yes, doofus agreed. has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> I mean, you know, Christopher Solomon, if you're out there listening to us right now, 
we don't know you. Um, hope you're doing well. Um, but you're going to have to listen to this. <laughs> need a little bit of a reality check. Because my other thought, if this wasn't written five years ago and just now published, it really makes me feel like he just went out and drank a lot and wasn't actually like doing journalism and then had to like recoup and write an article because it just the the language the vocabulary the descriptions it's not good it's like not only is it poorly written like it's just like a weird it's almost like he's trying out all these like you know he's like waxing poetic it's like these this poetry that's in it but also he doesn't seem to know he did like a cursory glance at wikipedia at a wikipedia page about what beer is yes (laughs) which is I mean, whatever. You know, if he came in and was like, you know what? I don't I don't really know that much about beer, but I was in Seattle and blah, blah, blah. But instead, it, it seems... He's just like pretending like he does know. It seems like he just did like a cursory... Another cursory glance. I just He like Googled best Seattle breweries. Yes. Yeah. And then just looked at like what popped up. It's just like the breweries that were featured, like mostly featured in this article, aren't even the best breweries. And like it's <laughs> it's all convoluted because it's like, are you talking about the Ballard beer scene or are you talking about Seattle as a whole? Because it seems like he's focusing on Ballard beer, but then he's also talking about all these other breweries. And I'm just like, where's the focus? Who who's your editor also that, <laughs> that approved this? It's all very bizarre. I just like this the may I quote it? Yeah. Summer is one of the best times to backstroke through this ocean of cool beer as the pandemic loosens its grip. It's just like that's exactly how I would expect someone to write a a narrative piece their senior year of high school. (laughs) Well, we don't we haven't looked up Christopher Solomon. He could be a high schooler. And that's true. You know, we don't know. You know what I mean? It's just it's just It, it very much is like there's a lot of language that feels like he was looking up um, cinnamon, cin- cinnamons, cinnamon. synonyms um, in the thesaurus. Also, I like how he heard the foghorn. From the, from like, if you're like, it, let's say you're at Rubens. There's, have you ever heard the fucking <laughs> no, foghorn? No. I, I, even if you were at Cloudburst, which he's, I don't know if he went to because it doesn't say in the, in the article. Would you? I don't even know if you would still hear a foghorn. So that's what I'm also, saying. There was, no, was there fog happening? <laughs> what? Is, I just don't. It that's also, what I'm like, saying in terms of like he's not actually experiencing Seattle. It's like what he thinks Seattle. It's like he wrote this from New York. It's like he wasn't actually there. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand. And he brought along uh, a food and uh, drinks critic for the Seattle Times. And I, to be completely honest, I don't read this no. person's uh column or anything no i guess i should um but it it's weird because you're like he kind of like elevates this person to be like a, a beer expert and you're like wait what and it's kind the of things clear. he says about beer just like it's clear by the quotes that he's not <laughs> um and even like i i know people who know the beer that they're quoting about and they're like and listen we we talk all the time about your experience is valid with tasting beer, but like when you give a tasting note that's so off kilter and then you call yourself a a beverage expert, that's concerning. Yeah. That's the part. Like you're right. Everyone, you know, everyone's experience is valid. Like you can say that you're getting this, you're getting that, this memory, this image, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. There comes a point where like you you do, there is like a, an objective thing that you're experiencing, like styles, Right. Like, they're talking about uh, a Doppelbock done in the Czech style. And you're like, wait, what What the fuck are you drinking? You're I don't drinking think a they German, know. A German Doppelbock, but done in the Czech style? Yeah. Or is this a Czech Doppelbock? That smells <laughs> like blue cheese. <laughs> like, what the hell is happening? I don't know. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. And it's just it just sucks because Seattle beer has a lot to offer. And it's nothing that was expressed in the New York Times. Yeah, it's just like a fluff piece. Yes. For no reason. Yeah. I, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I I don't know. We've we've talked a lot about how there is, there's a lack of, like, critical journalism mm-hmm. when it comes to beer, like, very regionally in Seattle. Yeah. Maybe we're just missing it. But, you know what I mean? It's like, everything's always the same. Like, this mm-hmm. article is exactly, if you were to read, you know, um, Seattle Beer Blog. Right, yeah. It would be like, oh, yeah, I read that 
five years ago. Right. It yeah. like almost as if that per this person, good old Solomon, just read a bunch of articles by Kendall Jenner. Right. And just like regurgitated this. Yeah. Yeah. So being so mean. I mean it just it was just shocking because I was like, you're a New York Times journalist in the just objectively the language is very strange and elementary and then but beyond that it doesn't even capture what seattle beer is and i feel like that's what kind of upset me because i'm like if you're going to be putting out a piece like this and it's not it doesn't even feel like seattle it makes me think that you didn't experience it on the right level yeah you know and it's interesting because you know people say like kate says in here like the pacific northwest it's known for its big hoppy ales so exactly, like again, five years ago, more than five years ago, and you know we still have great access to hops, obviously. And I think people maybe who don't live on the West Coast might be like, "Oh yeah, Hop Central." But again, that tells me that you weren't trying more innovative beers. Were you just picking the IPAs when you went out drinking? Yeah, he didn't even mention. I mean, maybe he mentioned one or two IPAs or whatever. But like, yeah, just like everything about it just seems like generalities. Generalities. Yeah generalities generalizations generalizations i should write for the new york <laughs> times obviously i'd fit right in you know what i mean like yeah. it's just like every, you're just like okay cool and i, I mean honestly who cares about this article right. in the long, like it doesn't matter yeah. but it just like frustrates me because there's a lot of other journalists mm -hmm. that could have written something that would have been interesting yeah like there's other writers that have written about beer for the new york times like josh bernstein right who's interesting you know what i mean like yeah. There's at least some hot take or like mm -hmm. some some forecast of like what's going to be hot next. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Those are a little more interesting where you're just like, this seemed like you were looking at a Thomas Kincaid painting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's Thomas Kincaid, right? I think so. It's um, like the cruise ship art. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So it was just like, I don't know. And it's like, obviously, we're taking this personally because this is the scene we work in and this is like our jobs and our livelihood. So like, yeah, it's a little bit upsetting to read something that so poorly describes what we do and where we work. And I just like I just wish, honestly, that someone else was taking him around or he was getting insight from the professionals at each brewery he went to, not this other Seattle Times writer who I don't think he knows what he's talking about. I think it's kind of funny also that it says everything Rubens Brews makes is thoughtfully done. And sometimes it's exceptional. Tan told me <laughs> like, <laughs> is that actually a nice thing? Like, did that, is that actually a compliment? <laughs> Cause it, if someone told me that they were like, you're really thoughtful, Shauna. And sometimes you do things that are exceptional. I'd be like, <laughs> excuse me. Oh. It's such like a backhanded compliment. So you're like, Oh wait, what? Is that a compliment? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Or the one sentence that killed me was the scene made me glad. <laughs> what? <laughs> if I wrote that my sophomore year of high school, I feel like my teacher would have circled this and be like, we need to work on your vocabulary. Yeah, what? Yeah, can I don't know. I really want to read the last paragraph, but I also don't want to spoil it for anyone. <laughs> what do you think? I think we should spoil it so the article gets less clicks. <sighs> okay. This was a community growing, a flower sprouting from a crack in the pavement. This flower was watered by beer, and it was doing great. <laughs> He's all fucking rewriting the tree grows in Brooklyn. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, also, by what saying... What metaphor is that? By saying, this is a, a flower growing from the pavement, you are actually not recognizing everything that came before this current scene that you're looking at. Yeah. It, it wasn't a flower from the pavement. Seattle beer has always been here and always been like kind of leading the way in certain styles. So to say that all of a sudden these beers popped up out of nowhere, these breweries popped out of nowhere. No, that's not what it was. It, it did slowly grow. And you obviously just don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And like to point to like, yeah, the Ballard area is great for breweries because of you know the the real estate and blah blah there's a lot of great reasons why a, a brewery would choose to go there but like that's not the only and he got he does go into like why there's breweries everywhere else but you're right there's like there's no like a you're not talking it's just like so it it, it, it 
It's not thoughtful. Right. And you know, it's not exceptional. For That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, again, it's giving off this sense that all this is new. And, oh, we're just a baby scene growing. And it's like, bro, we've been leading the scene for a while. You just don't know what you're talking about. And you obviously weren't interviewing people who could give you this insight. Obviously, you were talking to people, but they just want to hype up their own brewery and their own journey, not the scene as a whole. Maybe we're just really upset with the framework of this because it was all yeah. about... Like, it made it seem so, like, the things that, that this person's talking about are just so boring. So boring. And so basic that, like, you know what I mean? Like, they're talking about those women talking about Bichons. Like, <laughs> no disrespect to Bichons, but who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, we have, there's a global pandemic where 600,000 people just died. Yeah. And you're, t- like, you can't frame this article in a different way? Exactly. Like, wow, all these breweries are still doing great after this horrible pandemic. Or, wow, the employees that work here. Or, wow, I'm going to talk to a brewer and see what they have to right. say. Yeah. Y- Instead, you're, you're exactly just, like, right. talking about, like, boring white people and their stupid Bichons? Yeah, that's the thing. There literally is no other perspective except for this thing exists. <laughs> and you're like, cool. Cool. <laughs> so anyways, don't really recommend reading it, but like if you want to, you can, I guess. It um, was hard. It was it was like cringy. Everyone we've been talking to <laughs> about this are like when we were at work and our boss mentioned it to us <laughs> and he was like, did you... <laughs> did you see this it's really it's worse than high school poetry and like, <laughs> everyone was so insulted so insulted and that's saying something if you're a journalist and you've written something and you are insulting the people who are a part of that scene you're not a good journalist bro yeah like this wasn't even journalism no it seemed like you were just telling a story y- yeah like you weren't you already decided what it was going to be yes. you went out drinking with your friend and you just talked about some of the weird beers you drank cool Weird meaning they weren't supposed to be weird. They were weird because you have no <laughs> idea what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, the, the part I feel a little bad about is like, it's fine if you don't, I don't want to come off as being pretentious or yeah. an asshole or whatever about that. That part is actually whatever. Yeah. But I guess like, maybe he never, he didn't claim to be an expert. So sure. why am I so mad about that? But it just seems odd because it doesn't seem like, um, like you don't have any respect for it because you're not, even trying to be accurate yeah or you couldn't ask your friend like yo my is this the style or ask the bartender right or maybe they did get it right and i'm just really confused about what the hell they were drinking (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was just really lame and it just didn't represent seattle and i just didn't think it was good journalism um and to just have like a publication as large as the new york times write about our scene and have it be conveyed in such a weird way it was just like disappointing yeah, it made it seem like, we, yeah, it just was like, maybe this article is a good summation of the bad things of Seattle. Maybe, yeah. Of like the gentrification, sure. like whitewashing, sort of pushing others out, sort of. Yeah, or. You're like, oh, that makes this article actually makes sense. Right. <laughs> Again, it was just lacking perspective. Or, like, any sort of direction. And who knows? Maybe their editor was like, we don't want an opinion. (laughs) Yeah, like, just tell us. Right. So, you know. But there was an opinion. It's a flower's growing. He could have said, the the dog shit is stanky. (laughs) Which I probably would have preferred. Oh, man. So, yeah. Just need to get that out of the way before we got started. Uh, It's funny that we're, like, so mad about this article and then we're gonna drink any <laughs> we're not even gonna drink like <laughs> real beer well it's good timing yeah well and so i i'm sure this is kind of like slipped through i don't want to say slipped through the cracks but i'm sure if you are an active follower of us in seattle beer school you know that shauna's pregnant right now so so pregnant we wanted to do some we wanted to drink some na beers and talk about them kind of not necessarily rate them but just be like this is worth your time this is not and Doing good NA beer is very hard. So yeah, I don't, I don't expect too much from this. I'm excited. Yeah, I think I mean, it's going to be interesting. I will say that I've had sip. I'm not like not drinking at all. No, yeah. You. I take little, yeah, little, little sips. Little sips are absolutely Little acceptable. baby beers. It's fine. It is fine. Listen, we, dr- we drink and eat way, way worse things than having a little oh, beer. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure your body can process an ounce of beer better than it can a flaming hot Cheeto. 
<laughs> a talkie. A talkie, yeah. <laughs> or like a donut that I ate this morning. <laughs> Ooh, yum. I had like a, they call it a cinnamon, cinnamon roll, but uh-huh. it's not a cinnamon roll. It was a donut with cinnamon. Nice. I don't regret it. You should have. I feel great. We might regret these beers though. Yeah, probably. What do we what, start with? I feel like I've had Bit, Bit Burger before, but it's been a minute. I don't know. Okay, so we have, I kind of, this is three magnets. Yeah, we can start with that. We'll start with that. Self-care? So, yeah, definitely cool to see um, Three Magnets isn't necessarily local, but they are Washington, um, Olympia, and so kind of cool to see microbreweries doing NA stuff. Um, and, you know, NA is definitely a trend, and we can talk about, I mean, I, I don't like this name, and we can talk about why NA is popular. Yeah, the name is... Uh upsetting only self-care because like you can drink beer and still be self self-care yeah and yeah not drinking beer and respecting yourself are not mutually exclusive so it's like Mm -hmm. i just don't like that sort of marketing there's just so much like negativity around beer and booze in general where it's like if you're doing it responsibly yeah and especially professionally it's like it's okay it's fine i mean i know a a lot of what my family thinks i do is just like you drink beer all day right so what do you think i do (laughs) I'm sorry. Right. Have, have you not listened to anything? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. the head the head retention is really nice on it's it. It's great. It's a great color. Good clarity. So this is supposed to be a, a Czech pills. They call it a bohemian brew. Dude, it smells like wort. It does. I mean, most NA beer does. Which is cool. It's not a bad smell. Dry hops with Czech saws. I did get a big whoosh of uh, floral at, at first, but it smells Definitely. mostly like malt. Yes. Carbonation could be higher. Honestly, a higher carb, I think, would make this taste better. Yeah, it's because it's kind of um, thick. Yeah, because it is so warty, malty tasting. If you just bump up that CO2, it would help kind of like scrub that flavor a little bit. Honestly, the the malt character is kind of nice. It, it's not bad. It just tastes very bready. You know what I mean? Like bread, not bread. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's just a little, it's like, yeah, the mouth feels a little off, but that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. If it was like really fizzy. Yeah. You'd be like, cool. And I also feel like it could use more hops. I think so too. It could be a little more bitter and more Absolutely. aromatic. Like. Yes. I'm searching for that, that, that hop character. Yeah. Um, higher, higher hopping rate, higher carbonation. And I think this would be a really decent NA beer. Yeah, because it's like, you know, there's really, there's something, like, it's not, you know, like, oh, God. Right. Like, it doesn't taste like an N.A. beer. But I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it does. I mean, so the last N.A. beer I've tried was a um, dry hopped amber by Klauhauster. And it was fine. It actually did have a good amount of bitterness, which I appreciated. Um, it feels like now that I'm sipping it more, there's more bitterness. It's interesting because sometimes you can... You know, there's different processes to doing this, mm-hmm. right? And I wonder what their process is. Yeah. We can hit them up. Yeah, because I know there's like a certain yeast that you can use that's supposed to... Or enzymes. Yeah. Limit the alcohol production. And then there's like another technique where you like let the alcohol burn off. Where I think you could brew an actual beer and then make it from there. Interesting. Yeah. But, but I get, know, I feel like that way would be a little bit harder. Yeah. How could you guarantee you're going to get below 1%? I guess you just got to fucking cross your fingers. Yeah, right? <laughs> a ton of trial and error. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The, the whole concept about self-care. And I do believe that, you know, not drinking or drinking less can definitely be in line with self-care. Um, but branding it as self-care I just I don't really like that it it kind of reminds me of the way that drinking wine and wine marketing is heavily marketed towards women about take your bubble bath and have a glass of wine self-care day like I don't know anything marketed that way just kind of bothers me because I think self-care is a buzzword and I don't think people actually know what self-care means it's not about an action it's about recognizing your mental state your emotional state and addressing what needs to be addressed (laughs) it's not about what you are drinking (laughs) even though that can be a component of it you're right it is just all marketing like yeah how did the bubble bath get involved yeah right it's like like a glass of red wine tepid tepid (laughs) 
I always say tempid. <laughs> Take a tepid bath. That's tep- tepid. I'm having a hard time with vocabulary. Placenta brain. And and enjoy your your two buck chuck. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. And I mean there's something to be said about warm water, maybe some Epsom salts in there. Oh that's yeah, healing, it feels sure. good, but like if that's like the best a, a poor woman can get. Right. I mean, in my mind, uh, you know, if you're in a relationship, self-care is also about sharing emotional labor and yeah. things like things that are as cuz you can't market that. That's the thing. You can't sell that unless no. you're a therapist. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's you're right. So, I don't know, just not a biggest, the biggest fan of that marketing. But, you know, as our first N.A. beer, it's not bad. Yeah, look at it. freaking has lace, too. Look I, at, that's the pretty head. impressive. Like, the head retention is great. Better than, like, a lot of lagers that have alcohol. Yeah. I mean, so, like, I think Aaron is still the brew. Is it still brewing there? No, maybe he moved on? I don't maybe know. I actually else? don't know anyone that works remember. there. Well, I don't know who brewed this, but good job. Yeah, and again, I like to see um, smaller breweries, microbreweries, making this themselves. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's, they can, yeah. It's just funny because I feel like if I'm going to have an NA option, and maybe this is just because I work in beer, that, like, I just appreciate beer for everything that it is, but um, if I'm going to have an NA option, I would just rather have, like, a Spindrift or, like, a seltzer water with uh, bitters or, or something, something like with that. like freaking um, oh yes bitters like a um, something with a shrub. Totally, I love a good mocktail. You know, I mean, yeah, that's super fun. One of my favorite techniques because I, I usually do sober October, and so some years have been easier than others. <laughs> and but one thing I I've found and I found this on accident that is a good like mocktail for me is Trader Joe's has a jalapeno limeade. Oh, I want that. On its own, it's kind of strange. I, I do like a little heat in a drink, but what's great is like I'll mix it with like a spindrift, seltzer water, and juice or whatever. And because it's warm, it has heat, it mocks the sensation of having alcohol in your stomach. Ooh. So it actually kind of satisfies me in a different way. Mm. So I would rather just go for a jalapeno limeade with a spindrift than an N.A. bear, I think. At this point. Yeah. Although, you but know. But maybe we'll find something great next. Yeah. This could be good with, like, food. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, you know, I this, I mean, it's good for people who like beer and maybe can't drink for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would always just then, like, you know, I'm pregnant. So, like, I still want some beer. So, I'll, like, pour a little one and then have that with my dinner. Yes. Cuz I'm like I want cuz it's so good with food. Yes. So it's like, you know, I don't know. It's just it's hard cuz then you're like I'm not going to finish it. Yeah. It's like why open a beer if you can't finish it? That's what's rough. Yeah. But, you know, it happens. Also, no shame in not finishing your beer. It's yeah. th- that was the reason why my cellar got so big is I was like, well, I don't want to open this cuz I can't finish it and it's like just open it. And enjoy it. It's okay. Yeah, you don't have to. That's that's a really hard thing. That took me a long time. Yeah. I'd be like <laughs> in my 20s I'd like look at the menu and go like earlier 20s, maybe up until my later, I don't know. Look at a menu and be like, okay, what is the highest ABV and the lowest price? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and it, of course it has to be IPA. So it'd be it's like some double IPA. Yep. And like, I'd be like, I'd order like two. And then at the end of the second one, I'm like, already got the spins. Yeah. And I would, I would finish it. I'd be like, I can't leave that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. How many times have I finished something where I was like, girl, just go home? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yikes! Once you once you're buzzing though, you know you're not making the most rational decision. So That's it true. always is a little upsetting though when someone a a kid in their twenties is ordering at the bar, and I'll be like, "Hey, what can I get you?" And they're like, "Whatever's the strongest." I'm like, ah, "I kind of <laughs> don't want to serve you now." And you're like, "Let me see that ID, please." Yeah, right? You're all nope. Yeah. What do you think is next? I kind of want to try this LA one. Me too. So yeah, the Dolly this, Parton. Yeah, this is a beer that we um, heard of a little earlier before it was available. Um, the brand is Busty Lush, and it's a hundred percent woman-owned company based out of um, uh, Pasadena. 
Um, I was like, what is the pea city? That's by LA. Um, they label it as a non-alcoholic malt beverage, which I think is interesting versus a non-alcoholic beer, which mm-hmm. it's accurate. And the style we got is she's golden blonde. And it's got an illustration on the front. That's like a fun illustration. But what was so funny is when we were talking to um, Bottle Works about this beer before they put it out, uh, they were like sending us pictures and stuff. And the first thing you said was it looks so LA. And he was like, yeah, it's from Pasadena. And we're like, all right. Yeah. The branding is very LA. It's like this beautiful sort of like adobe pink. Yes. And it's a woman with like kind of 60s style blonde hair. Um, and it's really, it's pretty. The illustration looks like a Wes Anderson. Yeah. Totally. It looks like a Wes Anderson beer. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's, it's really cute and classy looking, but yeah, he was a little worried that, it might be because of the name, Busty Lush. Yeah. It might turn some people off and think it was being, you know, misogynistic. But it's right. 100% woman-owned. It's right. very easy to find that out because it's right on the can. And it's cute. So, There's nothing, it's fine. Yeah. So, blonde, um, ale-adjacent beverage. And Does it say ale-adjacent? <laughs> no, that's just what I said. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I, wait. This is made in Wisconsin. I, where did... Maybe it's distributed through L.A.? Where did I get L.A. from? Maybe because I said it looked L.A.? No, but then Brandon confirmed something. Oh. Maybe the brand is in L.A., but they brew it in Wisconsin? Is, she, is the woman who started it maybe married to someone or with someone that's in California? Uh, we're going to have to look into this. connected to somehow or something? <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to look into this. This but is Wisconsin? Yeah. God, I it, forgot um, Wisconsin was even a state. <laughs> One of, like, the biggest barley producers in the U.S. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I didn't forget. I'm just kidding. Um, Cheese. Yo. Yeah. I want to go to Wisconsin. I, I would. I think Wisconsin could be a fun time. Oh, my God. We would drink so many multi beers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like go to a Brewers game. That'd be fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we have to do that. They're, that's baseball? Yes. <laughs> I was like, uh. Okay. Let, yeah. Let me. I'm trying to look up more about this busty lush. It is made with citra hops, which I'm interested in. Oh, it smells great. Yeah, I'm excited. The head is like nice and fluffy. Again, these NA beers, the stable head. You know, alcohol can fuck with your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get a, I get more hop character on this one than I did the last. This is still good. very warty. This is good. Higher carbonation. And three magnets, but it's not as intense on that malt flavor. Oh, yeah the the hop character is really nice. It's drier. It's yeah, that's I feel like the Keaton NA beer has to be dry because I mean obviously all that sugar from the malt is gonna be there because it's not getting eaten. But this is very pleasant. This is great. I mean it's it's you know it's thin and it doesn't have a tremendous. I it's not as heavy as the last one. So you know what I mean. Like the it's like. A little, I don't know. No, I was going to say watery, but I don't think so. It, it is like a, a thin body, but not necessarily watery. It's very pleasant. It is. I like how dry it is. Yeah, me too. Good on It kind of has a pale ale sort of yeah. vibe to it. Definitely. I still wish there was a little bit more hop character. Yeah. All of them, I bet, could be hopped more than they're going to be. But I need some cheese curds with this. Oh, yeah. I have some. Do you? I do in a bag. There. <laughs> oh yeah, we we taught a German beer class last weekend, and at the end of the class, a uh, a very nice woman came up to me and offered me. She she offered up. She was from Wisconsin for some reason, um, which was awesome. I think we we're talking about malt or something, and she came up to me afterwards and was like, "You want some cheese?" And I took a piece of cheese from a stranger. <laughs> it was like in a bag that you know it wasn't a. A Ziploc bag. Yeah, no, no. It was like from a a, a branded bag. Yeah, it was packaged. (laughs) But I was just like, okay, well, I hope I don't die. (laughs) It was a cheese cheese curd. And I'm like, absolutely. Um, You know, that just reminds me of uh, a little bit of a um, segment I haven't done in a while. um, Tales from behind the bar situation. Um, Yeah, I don't think we've ever done that. Have we? I don't think so. It's a segment I used to do. um, Where... I called this, okay, I was in a situation where someone called because they lost their credit card, 
went in through the box, couldn't find their card. And then I ended up finding it. So I was trying to go back in the call log on the bar's phone to find them and call them and be like, hey, I actually do have your card. Well, the number I selected was not him. And instead it was a man who was like, who's this? And I was like, oh, this is uh, just And he's like, I've been trying to get a hold of you guys. And I was like, okay, what can I help you with? He's like, I bought a six pack from a Safeway. And when I was drinking out of a can, this sludge came out of the can. I'm like, maybe I should bleep this. Um, At least the name. Um, The sludge came out of the can. And I was so disgusted that I threw up. Like, he's like, he was like, what is that? I was like, oh, you know, it's an unfortunate thing that happens with hazy IPAs, you know. And honestly, those cans may have been old. Um, with hazy IPAs, like hops and yeast stain suspension, sometimes that falls out. But honestly, sometimes with the brewing and canning, that sediment is just there. And, you know, it's, it's not the most pleasant thing, but sometimes it just happens. And he was like... I thought I was going to die. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, he's like, so I need to know what it is. I'm like, sir, whatever it was, I promise you it was anything else Girl, that's still in beer. It's hops and yeast. It's hops and yeast. The <laughs> only other options that could be would be um, malt and water. So like every, anything that's in that beer, that's what it is. You're not going to die. He's like, every time I thought about it, I threw up. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? And I'm just trying to call someone to let them know we have their credit card. And he's freaking out about the hop sludge and a hazy IPA. He was so absurd, so rude, and so just exaggerating. And I was like, you know, I'm really sorry to hear that. If you ever want to come by our tap room, like, I'll give you a six-pack for free. He's like, I live in Tacoma. I'm not going to drive up to Seattle. And I was like, what do you want from me, dude? What do you want me to say? Do you want to talk about all this throwing up? (laughs) I was just like, I told you what it was. I'm sorry you had that experience, and you're not going to die. I'm so sorry you vomited, but that's literally not my problem. This is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. My God. <laughs> he threw up. He was so rude and so just he was, unnecessary. Did he sound old? He sounded like late 40s, early 50s. Not like old, old. But like, Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. He needs to like talk to the distributor probably. That's what, that's exactly my thought. I was like, you know what? Once it goes to the distributor, it's out of our hands. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not in control of that Safeway. Safeway? Who knows how long it's been like, there? Like, that was my thought. It was probably an old six-pack. And, like... What did he want from you? That's what I asked him. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what... I can't even refund you because we didn't buy... You didn't buy it from us. Uh, you were and like we rotate our stuff. You. And we don't <laughs> sell old six-packs. You are trying to help him. And, like, I think, honestly, he just needed someone to yell at. And then he kind of calmed down and was like... He thanked me at the end of the phone call. So, I was like... Yikes. Well, uh, maybe, okay, sir. maybe you stopped him from throwing up <laughs> every time he thought of it. So <laughs> fucking dramatic. I was like, literally, I don't know how to respond to you. <laughs> well, if you're out there listening, I hope you're all right. <laughs> He's perfectly fine. <laughs> oh, oh my God. It's so funny. Woo. Oh, this yeah. one, I like this one. This is good. Oh, yeah. It's Oh, shit. It says it has THC in it. What? Just kidding. <laughs> I was like, I looked at the can. <laughs> what is it? Does the Instagram have any locations that it's tagged? Where the fuck did I get Pasadena from? I don't know. Didn't you just look at the can? It's no, I think, I feel like I was looking at their Instagram. All right. Well, we'll, we'll check back in about yeah. this. Um, I think we should do the Bitburger next. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because, uh, I mean, if you think about Bitburger, it's like such a old school classic German mm-hmm. it's, it's like one of the ones you use when you're studying styles versus our own yeah and I, I've accidentally bought Bitburger Drive <laughs> they used to call it Bitburger Drive I don't know if that's still the case like I wanted like a six pack of Bitburger it, they do call I it got drive. home and I was like are you kidding me that is pretty frustrating I think I, I made Josh pissed. go back out and get <laughs> the real the real deal so I've had it but I think I didn't I didn't have it immediately because I was just like yeah it was like one of those days too where I was like I'm gonna drink probably three of those yeah 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 you know what I mean and then uh-huh. I got fucking drive we need a bottle opener unless you have any skills oh I brought one ooh all right we're you're sitting on outside by the way yeah we're gonna do this together <laughs> is this gonna work nice there we go cooperation you, can you hear those birds. Best clarity so far from Bitburger. Would expect nothing less. 
Oh, yeah, they're filtering the shit out of this. Still pretty malty, but I get some hop notes on the nose. Alcohol free. (laughs) 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 Never tell you a story that uh, my husband owns a book that is written in doublespeak, so it's like fake German. It's called Der Wizard in Ozerland. And so it's stories that are written in fake German. Um, yes, I know because you gave it to me and told me to read it. And I thought it was real German. <laughs> and I was like, I can speak German. I was so proud of myself for my pronunciation. And you and Josh were just dying of laughter. I'm sorry I did that to you, but <laughs> it had been done to me. So I, my friend Skylar and I were high as hell. And we were reading it and we were like, oh my God, we can, we can speak, we can read German. <laughs> It's like Der Der Dorothy and the Cowardly Lion, but like kind of done it. Like it's yeah. such, it's not real. No, but that's kind of what the Bitburger says. Alcohol free, and it's like the way it's spelled looks like double speak. It's the the aroma on it is nice. Yo, it's not this as isn't bad. Wordy. It tastes like a pills. Oh, it does, but <laughs> it is, <laughs> dude. It's so cardboardy. You got that cardboard? Yeah. I guess I... Yeah, it is. I guess I was just... Because it's an but NA it's beer, beer, I'm expecting just a weird flavor. I'm into the, the bitterness. Yeah. And the carbonation's good. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense that theirs would be really dialed in. Yeah. I mean, not like these other ones aren't dialed in. That did not come across the right way. But the brand Bitburger isn't going to put out an NA beer without it being like... It ju- or just like... You know, if you're talking about, like, just, like, hitting all the classic marks. Mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely doesn't, there's definitely, like, a thing about it. Like, if you give this to someone and didn't tell them, it doesn't taste like Bitburger. Right. Because there's a certain joie de vie. Joie, joie, de, joie de vie? I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> there's a certain, uh, uh, some, some special that's in a, that's in non. Yeah. N.A. beer. <laughs> real beer it's called alcohol <laughs> and it's also called the, the you know the process that you're using are gonna fuck with the flavor oh yeah let's let's listen to a frenchman say it french person joie de vivre yeah that was good joie de vivre <laughs> joie de vivre there you go i'm french so do you know how many times i've like sat with google translate when i'm like trying to say Belgian or German words and just keep repeating it and I just repeat 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 trying my best to get the pronunciation down I was just talking about this with someone about like pronunciations how it's like a thing when you read something a lot but never hear it yep exactly and I get a lot of anxiety about it because I have trouble pronouncing things sometimes it must be just like a brain defect <laughs> where I'm just like you know what I mean like like twitch it's happened three times on this podcast already so like and then I get real nervous yeah especially about names yes right yes like or like like Rauk how many times like did you like just kind of go beer smoke beer Rouch you're just like Rouch and you're like oh god that's not right um it's funny about like the reading but never saying it out loud because I read a lot of fantasy books and so all the names are so wacky and like what I do is I don't even try to sit there and pronounce it. I just read like the beginning and the end and just make up whatever's happening in the middle in my head until I try to say it out loud and I'm like I've never actually read this like you're I I just letter for letter, you know. You're you just skip it cuz your brain's like nope. Yeah. Um yeah, the this is definitely the highest bitterness. Yes. Besides the oxidation. Yeah, which is, you know, that's fine. We don't know how old this shit is. Let's see. I mean, we could easily, I bet you that we could easily find out. Oh, it, it's the best before date. <laughs> okay. So it's best before uh, March of next year. Oh. Uh, only 72.6 calories. Uh, 16.8 grams of carbohydrates. And it has a little protein in it. Sure. So. It's not barley. The barley. All right. And this one also is zero zero percent. Like the half yes. acre one, I'm sorry, not half acre, self care one, um, is point five percent. That's pretty common. Yeah, that which is like you know, it's like less than kombucha. Right, exactly. Or about the same as kombucha, right? 
it doesn't the busty lush doesn't say what the percentage is which i guess is reassuring that there's probably none yeah um okay so the last brand we have we have two different beers from athletic brewing which <laughs> if we're talking about branding i fucking hate this why is it called like, that because they're associating health with non-alcoholic beverages i just don't get which that. again like yes uh you can leave it lead a healthy lifestyle and not drink but like you know how many runners and cyclists come through breweries after like a day of exercising and want a beer? If you think about cycling in general, like yes, it's all revolves around drinking. Yes, totally. I mean, some of the, like the people who can really put them down, like the people that are my inspiration, was like Aaron. Yes. <laughs> you know, like he's a pro. Can ride bikes for hours yes. and then put them back. Yeah. It's like you, you fucking earned it. Athletic Brewing Company, we're a pioneering and craft brew revolution. Ugh. Wow. That's, Uh wow. We believe you shouldn't have to sacrifice your ability to be at your best to enjoy great brews. So we created our innovative lineup of refreshing, non-alcoholic craft brews. I mean, is this founded by Puritans? (laughs) And, like, you don't have to sacrifice being your best. You can still drink beer and be your best self. Yeah, just don't be an asshole. Yeah, so just I just you don't have to get drunk, right? It, yeah, that I just have a problem. It's with like saying like uh, it's like health, but it's like having a um, sugar-free and fat-free donut, right? right. You're like it, it's not. I guess it's a donut still, and if like you have diabetes or like sure. you're trying to watch your weight or whatever, then it makes sense. But then it's like not the same. It's just yeah. It just that doesn't mean if you eat a donut that you're not healthy. Exactly. I mean, if you eat a donut that you're unhealthy. Right, yeah, and it's dangerous. It's just again, I think, and this this is such an American issue because you know, like our portions of food are huge, and Americans just have trouble with moderation. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you just enjoy things in moderation, you can still be a very healthy and athletic person. It, it having a seventy calorie non alcoholic beer, like how different is that to like having a hundred and twenty calorie pilsner you know You're like just go up and down the stairs a few more times yeah or just like it's gonna be okay it's fine so it's like when people don't put butter or fat in their foods like this was mostly like in 80s 90s yeah. we've talked a lot about this yeah and you're just like oh cool then you're not satisfied yes and you're just gonna always want more food because you're exactly not, fat, makes you, fat is what makes things good yes <laughs> you know how long it took me to like put a good slab of butter on my toast and it's just the best oh yeah me too <laughs> i mean i used earth balance for so long even after i stopped being vegan mm-hmm. i would use earth balance because i like earth balance actually yeah. i mean i still like like, it's like having the best it. substitute i mean it's, it's pretty butter like yeah you know what i mean it's not like i can't believe it's not butter but right. then, no substitute for real butter though freaking that carigold not carry the the irish butter yes yeah you're just like, oh, dude, the Irish fucking get it. Oh, yeah. They get potatoes. Uh-huh. They get butter. Uh-huh. And they get whiskey. And stout. Yeah, like, what? I mean, that combo alone, you're fine. We need to go to Ireland. <sighs> I ever tell you my mom was so pissed at me that we decided to go to France and not Ireland for our honeymoon. <laughs> why? She was like, why, why France? She, like, wrote, I was like, uh, it just seems like kind of a cool place to go. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Like, Wait, be- why are you so mad about it? Yeah, I was like, the south of France seems like pretty romantic uh, yeah, and like kind of fucking excellent, beautiful. In retrospect, we should have gone to Belgium, but it's fine. Uh, she was just like, she was like legit upset. She was like tisking at me. She was like, okay, Shauna Maureen, and I was like, Mom, it's Ireland will be there later. I'm yes, like, it's yes. fine. Yes, the answer is we we need to go to Ireland. Yeah, I feel like I would just never leave. I know, man. We'd get there and just like. All of a sudden, we're like, whoa, what time is it? I feel Where? like... And they're like, what time is it? You've been here for five years. <laughs> I feel like I would jive with the Irish. And also, the weather isn't unlike Seattle. Mm. So, just kind of feel like home. Yeah. I think it'd work out. I think it'd be fun. Except, they got some weird conservative views. Oh, yeah. I mean, abortion's illegal there. That makes me want to jump out a window. Yeah. And then there's the, the, you know... Yeah, fuck. And, you know, the whole issue with, like north ireland and all that shit you know we don't need to go into irish politics <laughs> this well that's crazy south southern ireland is its own country yeah so we'll just not go to the north uh, As if I'm ma- why am i mad at the north <laughs> no, i'm sorry let's move on this first one from athletic is a hazy ipa i'm so scared i am too 
All right. It looks like a, uh, it's like the color, the uh, can design. It's like Bodie. Yeah, it looks like Bodie. I thought it was Bodie. I haven't had Bodie in a minute. I like that. Neither have I, actually. It is one of the most solid ones around. I remember I had their, it's like right after Seattle Beer Week when I had my first child, and it was one of the first beers I had. It was like Citra Galaxy or something like that. It was like their Beer Week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like Seattle Beer Week. Beer, and I was like, blown away by it as if <laughs> I, I had never it. had beer before oh it's a nice smell yeah small still pretty um malty on the nose still but to be expected what is up with the low carb this needs a higher carbonation it tastes pretty good yeah, i don't know but there's like not there's just not. it's just my first reaction it's like this needs a higher carbonation level i'm confused about the smell though it smells like and i've used this descriptor before like my mom used to put candies together, like for road trips, and it was like this box of candy, like mm-hmm. a container of candy. That's what it smells like. Just like a, a cacophony of fruit. I can see that. Dude, this is pretty good. Hate the branding, hate the name, but it's pretty solid. It's pretty bitter. I don't why why are they call why are they calling it I mean it is literally hazy, but it's not I mean Because it's, it sells. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's already not in a real beer, so like, might as well just call it whatever is going to sell. Yeah, the head retention, the head, the head on all of these is incredible. It's been great. I'm really, there. This is like fluffy, like a hefeweizen, uh, right? Huh. It's like this happens with a lot of hazies for me, though. It's like the bitterness is just like overlaps with the stringency. Mm-hmm. It's very like white tea. Yes. I'm getting like satanic. You're right. Which the Busty Lush did not have. Agreed. It you know like they it's a little too stringent. Is it the same thing about what hops are using? Um no. It might say more on their website, but it's made in San Diego. Huh. Um (laughs) also two percent of all sales go to restoring local trails. That's That's nice. That's cool. Okay. Athletic Brewing. Yeah, okay, cool. And I guess that's all they do. Yeah. Huh. Faster and farther. Our latest adventures without compromise. Oh, boy. <laughs> it just seems like um, without compromise, it just like seems so market marketing forward, which is just annoying to me. But, I mean... I do appreciate a growing variety of NA beers. Like I said, that wouldn't be my NA choice to go to, but I totally see its purpose. And I know there's been like studies about how Gen Zers don't drink as much. So I think that especially a brand like this could definitely be targeting younger kids. Why aren't they drinking as much? I don't know. Um, Why does that make me feel sad? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also think it's like a great option for just to have like at a party or I think bars should have NA beers for uh, multiple different reasons. It's like if you're the driver, you still kind of feel like you're for lunch. If you don't want to drink like as much as I love day drinking, like sometimes you're like, I just I don't want to be tired. Or situations I've been in before as a bartender is when um, people are pregnant, but their friends don't know yet. Oh, that's the worst. And I had like a great interaction with this woman one time where her friends all ordered before her. And then she came up last and was like, Hey, I'm pregnant, but, but no one knows yet. Can you give me the NA beer, but pour it in a glass? And I was like, all right. So when they ask you what you're drinking, you're going to yes. say you're drinking the brown ale. Yes. You know, like just- I've, I've done that. The same exact interaction. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Because you don't want to tell people too early exactly. and you know, it's a whole thing. It so is. it's like and you, people, if, if I were to be out with someone and not order a co- a, co- a beverage, they'd yeah. be like, mm. Oh, it would be so sus immediately. Oh, the most sus thing I've ever done. They'd be like, <laughs> she's pregnant or she's dying. <laughs> yeah. And Grant, let me like, I'm just going to clear the air here. If I'm dying, I will be drinking. Oh, absolutely. That's when you should be drinking. But probably, that's what I say. But who knows? <laughs> yeah, I don't hate this. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, it's Amarillo, uh, Citra, and Mosaic. There we go. Okay. Oh, it's a uh, Vienna. Oh. It just says organic Vienna malt and malted barley. All right. Wheat, 
Yeah, makes Hops sense. Hops and yeast. Cool. Okay, 70 calories. Yeah, I w- I'm with you. I think it's a nice option to have at a party when people are just like, oh, yeah, I'll give it a try. Like, we don't want to shame people for not wanting to drink. So No. Oh, and, you know, something I heard recently, uh, a comedian talking about how he doesn't drink and how he instead became, like, a soda enthusiast and, like, <laughs> has tried, like, all the different soda brands and craft soda brands and all this. And it was so funny. He was saying that he's never had a problem with not drinking at a party. In fact, usually the people who are drinking are more uncomfortable with the person yes. who's not drinking, which I thought was such a good point because... I've been the person who's worried about the person who's not drinking. I'm yeah. just like, are you having a good time? Are you okay? Is, it, is there something I can get you? And I think that's just the hospitality of it. But I also think that there's probably some insecurity with people where when everyone's drinking, you can all be a little stupid. But if there's sober people. Oh, they're watching you. Yes. Yeah. They're like, Uh-oh. I bet that's what it is. Oh, that's totally what it is. Oh, that's funny. Um, So we have one more from Athletic Brewing. They call it. Cerveza Athletica, light copper. So I, I'm assuming that this is supposed to be uh, a lager. I don't know. Just based on, like, but, look at it. Just based do they on the store branding. it? <laughs> do they store it? Is do, it cellared? Is it cellared? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I, I kind of got that vibe, too. Light copper, cerveza. Maybe they're trying to do, if it's a light copper, then I was like, they're not trying to do, like, a Dos Equis Amber sort of thing. Maybe, or, like, Mexican lager, Vienna lager. It's it's not quite Modelo dark, but it's, no. it's amber. Oh, man. This just smells like a grain room. This smells like horse feed. And it also kind of smells like nothing at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it smells like you just took a, like you just milled your grain. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> what it smells like. This one's just warty. This one like tastes like it's, there's like a medicinal. Yeah. I don't like it. I can't. Uh, uh-uh. I think that the conclusion I'm getting from this is that something that's more hopped, because I think the hazy IPA might have been my favorite, something that you can kind of distract from the extreme malt flavor from mm-hmm. is very helpful. And then when you go for something that's just malty, it's just literally going to taste like wort. Um, I think that the Busty Lush did a really great job with the golden ale. It's because so dry. It was dry and light. Mm-hmm. The burger was still pretty good, minus some flaws, um, yeah, storage like, handling flaws. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah I, I would like if given the choice, I'd be like that. I like the the how simple and like just straight up refreshing Busty Lush was. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you with the like how the hazy IPA tastes like its own thing, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, oh, that's just a non Yeah, that tastes like a non-alcoholic hazy IPA. Right, right, exactly. It's exactly what you think it, it was like, you know. And it wasn't too thick. Mm-hmm. The astringency was weird, but like. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, and Bitburger, you're like, if I, you know, was the DD mm-hmm. or, you know, pregnant as I am, I'd be like, I'd order that. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, actually, that sounds great. I'll, yeah. try, I'll take one of those. Since it does have nice bitterness and a good carbonation level. Yes. And would actually work well with food. Where yeah, it like, definitely has the best carb level. Yeah. Where you're like, okay, I could have some pretzels with cheese. Totally. Yeah. And I think just also to all non-alcoholic burgers out there, just carb the beers a little higher. It's going to help with the flavor. Yeah. Maybe there's some reason they can't. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Thin burger does it. Yeah, well. Any other conclusions? <laughs> No, I mean, it's the, it's not like wort is like unpleasant. It just makes it, uh, the drinkability factor goes down because it yeah. just feels, feels thicker. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's really difficult to, to make it not that, but with the light, especially with the lighter malt character too, like, yeah, it seemed like it was, it made it so much less obvious. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's just kind of cool to see more options out there for non-alcoholic beer. And, you know, if that's what you're looking for based on your lifestyle or your state of pregnancy or, you know, you don't drink anymore, you know, I don't know. It's cool to see some options out there. It is a nice option, too. Like, if you, yeah, like middle of the day. If you're like, mm-hmm. I have more stuff to do, but I really would love a beer. Yeah. But that's probably why a lot of people don't order it. Like the only other beer, like I've had O'Doul's. I've like tried O'Doul's before. Right. My grandpa drank beer, but every now and again he'd order an O'Doul's, and we were like, "That's weird. Like, why is he doing that?" 
And I would I don't know what his I was too young to ask his <laughs> right what his I was just like Grandpa usually orders like a fat tire or something sure and he would like order duels every now and again huh. you're like oh okay cool definitely has a purpose yeah all right well if anyone else has a good one let us know yeah hit us up I love you send us some <laughs> we just received our first beer package from a brewery and we're like us. <laughs> We're like cool. Are we influencers? I mean, yeah. Look at us. We're so influential. Doing our best. What if we don't like the beer? Do we have to talk about it? No, I think it's better to not say anything if you don't like it. Yeah, because it feels really tacky. Right. Yeah. We don't want to be negative. We're negative if you're a bad journalist writing for the New York Times. But like, <laughs> I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy about every beer I taste. No, so. I go into a beer thinking I'm gonna like it. Yes. I think I go into most situations. No, that's not true. I try to be as positive as possible. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>